What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. All right, welcome back. And joining us now is Tony Arterburn. always love to have Tony on. He's been a big help to the show, uh, supporting us with davidknight.gold. If you want to get to his website, wisewolf.gold, davidknight.gold will take you to him and let him know that I sent you. And so he's been a supporter of ours financially, as well as uh, taking over the helm of the show when uh, I need to take some time off. So thank you for joining us, Tony. Oh, always an honor, David. Good to be here. I've got my new David Knight mug, by the way, the David Knight show. First <laughs> coffee didn't save the world. I've already switched to tea because I've been up for a while. So, Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's what I have to do, too. <laughs> well, thanks. Good to yeah. It's good to see you. I, as a matter of fact, Tony's going to be doing the show uh, next um, Tuesday and Wednesday because we're going to be traveling over to Nashville. I got an opportunity to talk to the Senate there about um, State Bank and the threat from CBDC. Uh, so Tony will be doing the show next week for us as well. Uh, but we got some uh, federal news about CBDC, don't we, Tony? Yeah, I noticed an article up on Kitco.com, uh, and there's a uh, there's a bill that's been introduced. Tom Emmer, a member of the U.S. House of Representatives from the state of Minnesota and Republican Majority Whip, has introduced a new piece of legislation that could prevent the Federal Reserve from directly issuing a central bank digital currency, a CBDC. And... Um, Again, there's uh, the points that Tom, uh, Tom Emmer, Majority Whip, puts out there is that, uh, one, it prohibits the Fed from issuing a CBDC directly to anyone. Two, it bars the Fed from issuing a CBDC to implement monetary policy and control the economy. And three, requires the Fed CBDC projects to be transparent to Congress and the American people. That's great news. It's I, good I haven't news. seen anybody at the federal level have any awareness of this at all, so I'm glad that they uh, actually put something out to oppose it, but uh, does it have a chance of passing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's not going to uh, be able I mean, to go through the Senate or get Biden's signature, right? Narrow majority in the house. Yeah. And then you have to go through the gauntlet of the Senate and then it has to be you know, signed by the president. Probably not, but it's a good start. Yes. You know, because we hardly see anyone. The only, the only headlines I've seen on CBDC when it comes to Congress is every once in a while, you'll see a blurb that certain Congress officials are asking for a CBDC, which yes. they don't ever name them. They just say the Federal Reserve is inundated with requests because we got to keep up with the Chinese. So mm -hmm. that's all you ever really see there on CBDC. That is good. It is good news that. to define what the issue is. And people say, well, why is that there? And we can explain to them why that is. Uh, it's, it's good to see that. And it's good to start that ball rolling. And that's why it's, it's good even when they're in the minority and they don't have a chance of getting this through. That's why it's a good thing to uh, introduce that. I'm hopeful that here in Tennessee, that, um, you know, you can get some Republicans since they've got a, a majority of everything. But of course, you know, 
You don't know if you can trust the Republicans <laughs> anywhere. But, you know, there are uh, people who want limited government who understand the problem with this. They're trying to get state bank, trying to get a, a depository of precious metals so that people can uh, be you know paying bills and things like that, get people accustomed to that. That's the big value of all of that. And then to also try to uh, have a hedge against CBDC. So I'm hopeful that uh, maybe uh, more, you know, it is at least a possibility here in Tennessee, even though it's not a possibility in the federal government. Yeah, I believe that the biggest threat to us when it comes to CBDC will be the powers that be giving us a another Trump, another pacifier mm -hmm. uh, to quell the concerns of the grassroots. That's the only way they really get CBDC through, in my opinion. So that's, that's our danger. That's what we have to look out for. And that's what I'm concerned about. You know, you look at the fact you've got an overwhelming majority with, with Trump, and uh, he's not going to have any problem with CBDC. Uh, he didn't have any problem with 5G. He didn't have any problem with the vaccines or the, the passport stuff either. He wouldn't have had any problem with it. I mean, he's all about, you, you look at the 5G stuff, clearly he didn't care at all about the health impacts of that or the privacy and surveillance aspects of it. The only thing he was concerned was that they would run it, uh, the surveillance on us instead of China. Uh, just like Marco Rubio uh, on social media. You're going to censor who we tell you to censor, not who China tells you to censor, right? That's what they were focused on. They don't care about our health. They don't care about our liberty. But you're right. It's going to be um, a pacification uh, to to get this thing through. That's how they will roll it through. Exactly. That's right. And well, I think what you'll you'll see is possibly candidate Trump, if he's still running uh, you know, a year from now, uh, will probably start talking about central bank digital currency. He'll be opposed to it. He'll be, he'll be yeah. against it before he's for it, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he'll be like Nikki uh, Haley and the Confederate flag, you know, <laughs> right. waving it when she's running for office and then banning it when she gets in. Uh, that'll be you a know, complete reversal. So it's kind of like what the uh, German foreign minister was trying to say. She said, Putin's going to have to turn 180 degrees, uh, sorry, 360, 360 degrees. degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> media. That's called media spin. Uh, <laughs> right. True, true spin. Right. Yeah. I, I heard that. Said, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, what about war? You know, Martin Armstrong is saying, uh, the monetary system is collapsing. We know it. Uh, this, uh, but war checks all the boxes that they need, right? That's always been a part of these fourth turnings. You have economic crisis, like a global depression, and then you get world war two, that type of thing. And, um, and, and so, uh, that, that is really the concerning thing about it. And of course the monetary system is collapsing because they're using it as a weapon, right? Right. Yeah, that's uh, an article up on Zero Hedge in uh, the last uh, day or so from Martin Armstrong. They had like a 45-minute interview, and that's something I've followed for the last uh, year or so. His Socrates program, whatever that is, the AI, mm -hmm. you know, he picks stocks and other, um, uh, the futures of markets, and they were saying the same thing. I mean, over and over again, the only way to save the dollar, and because, you know, they, the Fed right now is raising rates to keep the dollar the world's reserve currency, to keep the strong dollar. I mean, and, and again, the economy is secondary to that. Martin Armstrong is saying, look, the only way to truly save it, because when you raise interest rates, you're causing all this debt to default across the world. I mean, Europe doesn't want to buy our debt. Nobody's wanting to buy it. They don't, their central banks are buying debt from their own countries, like the Bank of Japan. So the, again, you're, you're seeing a collapse of confidence in the dollar. And uh, the only way to truly save that, and this is not fear-mongering on my part, it's just something that I really pick up on, because you look at uh, somebody like Biden going to Ukraine. And then playing the air raid sirens in the background, which kind of kind of echoes of uh, Hillary Clinton saying, "We took sniper fire on the runway when there's nobody shooting at them." And you know, but again, they there's no the one thing that that signals 
is that there is no talks of peace. There's no peace envoys. There's no Reykjavik. There's no summits. There's nothing that we've had in the past that other presidents, I mean, you can criticize Reagan and you can criticize Nixon all they wanted, but they wanted to have some sort of negotiated peace. You know, and you talk about the START treaty, the missile treaty that uh, the media is spinning it, that, that Putin left that. No, we did. We left it first, the, the START treaty. We mm-hmm. walked away from that. Right. Um, we started we started jettisoning the old, uh, like the, the strategic arm limitation treaty that uh, got signed under Nixon. You know, in the 1970s, you had detente, and that followed up with Reagan. You know, we said it's uh, the foreign policy of the United States is uh, we win, they lose. But it was, you know, him walking, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder with Gorbachev at the end of the 1980s in Red Square. That's right. There, there was peace. And they don't want peace now. That's what's so concerning to me. And again, that's the only way that they're going to be able to save the dollar, David, in, in my opinion. Unless, now this is probably more, more far-fetched, but they would have to back the dollar with some sort of bimetallic standard or a, or a set of commodities. They'd have to limit spending. We'd have to end the empire, bring the troops home, all that good stuff that I want uh, to rebuild the republic. You could save the dollar that way. Yeah. But I don't find that very likely. And to, no, and, uh, with, no. As a matter of fact, all of this hand wringing about, oh, look, Putin is uh, pulling out of new start. And the only people that mention that it was um, uh, that that the U.S. did it first, as you just mentioned. But the only publication I've seen mention it is antiwar.com. And they said uh, in 2019, the Trump administration pulled out of the 1987 Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty. And uh, so we did it first, did it back in 2019. We did it under Trump. And yet you've got this constant, this is a, uh, you know, this is a bipartisan war machine that is rolling. The day after Biden goes, uh, you know, comes back from his trip and leaves the area, you got uh, Republican Congressman McCall going there talking about how we're going to give them planes and we're going to give them longer range uh, missiles and all the rest of this stuff. I mean, these guys want it in the worst way. And, and isn't it interesting when you look at, how they have uh, really kind of shot themselves in the foot, although this is exactly what they want. Uh, the fact that you've got our enemies have been using the dollar to make trades, and that's you know, Iran and China have, all, have been settling their trades in U.S. dollars, and now they've just decided, you know what, we don't need to do that anymore. And it's all because of the right. way they weaponized it. Yeah, we, we really crossed that line a while ago. And even look, yeah. at, uh, look at Iraq. There's news uh, that just came out. Uh, Iraq is going to be using the yuan and, and <laughs> ditching the dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, I go back to I, that was my, one of my wars that I was in. I yeah, go that's what I meant to, to say. I said Iran, but yes, yeah, Iraq, Iraq. That yeah, it was Iraq. Yeah. Of course, Iran too just came yeah. up with their own exchange. I mean, this is this is what's happening. The uh, the signpost on the road ahead. There's warning signs. The alarm bell going off in the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the the reason that we don't have the Weimar style republic hyperinflation, David, I think is because we're the world's reserve currency at this time. Yes. You start to see that slip away. And even something like Iraq, who, you know, when I when we invaded Iraq, they had pallets of US dollars that Saddam Hussein had hoarded. And uh, you know, I tell people my first experience in paper currency and the fall of governments is I watched what happened. I was surprised told to go in like day one when we went into northern Iraq, the day that uh, the uh, Iraqi Republican Guard fell and we took over their barracks, they sent us to the banks because people were trying to pull out their Iraqi dinar. Well, it wasn't worth anything. The bankers didn't even <laughs> stop them. Uh, they had, but people were carrying out boxes of them and you couldn't get rid of them. So I, I saw that firsthand, you know, and again, you know, we go back to the beginning of that war, David, did you, you realize that the, uh, the initial name 
for that war was uh, Operation Iraqi Liberation. <laughs> and that was Ari Fleischer came out and said that. And it's then like Patriot Act or something, you know? <laughs> well, it spells oil. Oh, it's yeah. Spelled, it spelled oil. And they, they but see, that's, that's how haphazard. And they had to correct it immediately. Oh, that's um, great. I like, didn't know it was, that. It was in 24 hours. Like, Operational Iraqi Liberation has begun. That was Ari Fleischer that came out and said that. But we didn't get the oil. Uh, it wasn't about oil. It was about uh, foreign policy aims, you know, seven countries in five years, all that stuff that Wesley Clark uncovered. But again, we didn't get the oil. Um, the, the, the Iraqi government clearly has no ties or loyalty to the United States of America. They weren't liberated. I mean, if you look at that country, it was absolutely destroyed from within the mm -hmm. infrastructure. I mean, those poor people, I mean, I, I remember seeing it with, you know, my own eyes. So I know what happens when governments fall. I know what happens to currencies. I mean, you go back to the Soviet union. Do you want any Soviet era rubles? You know, unless they're in gold. No, you don't. I mean, those, that's what happens to paper currency. So now we're watching the de-dollarization of the world, David, and it's it's happening slowly, but you know it's just like you say all the time. It's uh, 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 suddenly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah at one suddenly. point, it makes anyway. that switch from uh, slowly to suddenly. <laughs> it goes exponential. It just, it's just it's going to happen. I, yeah. I I don't wish for it. I don't pray for it. I, I actually pray for the. I hope I'm wrong about a lot of these things. But yeah, uh, one of the things I you know I study history. I study the monetary system, and I'm just inside this realm of gold and silver all day with my life. You know, that's what I do with with trading metals. And so, you, you get to get a kind of a sense of what's happening out there. You get people like you know Robert Kiyosaki, who I've listened to for years. I mean, one of the people that I consider a mentor when I got out of the army, started reading all of his books. Uh, but he's saying right now, there's a headline up on Kitco, and he's just telling people, you know, he's he's actually doing what I do. He takes little props and he shows them like a silver coin, then he shows them a dollar and tries to, you know, explain the difference. Mm -hmm. Robert Kiyosaki says the gold and silver are real, and global money, the dollar, is fake, and the American Empire is at its end. Mm -hmm. These are these are tough truths, mm -hmm. uh, but this is what's happening, and I think normalcy bias is going to get people in trouble. I say that every week, but it's, I feel like it's in my heart to communicate that message. That normalcy bias is going to hurt people. They're sure. going to think that yesterday is going to be like today and tomorrow, and that's just not true. The continuity of things, if you look at the, the warning signs, which are, again, these countries like the BRICS nations, picking up a different set of commodities, looking at different currencies. You know, Lindsey Graham <laughs> said that China would be stupid or something like that. You know, it'd be stupid if they side with Russia. No, they're not. <laughs> You'd be would stupid you if you would, sided with Lindsey Graham. Is what you, <laughs> you sided with Lindsey Graham. I and mean, we, we look psychotic. We don't have a meritocracy anymore. I mean, even go back to the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton was running on a campaign of shooting down Russian aircraft that were bombing our supposed arch enemy, Al-Qaeda. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm living in a parallel universe. And, and none of these smart set on any of these uh, networks were picking up on that. I thought, you know, she's, she's talking about nuclear war, right? I mean, you're yes. this, and again, to save our, the people that supposedly brought down the, the twin towers. So I, I think that other countries notice this. Uh, we, again, we talk about this every week, but you know, we have 40 different sanctions in 36 countries weaponizing the dollar. They're done with us. They want away from the system. We printed 80% or made, we, we can't print because there's not enough paper, but 80% of all the dollars ever created were made in the last 48 months. Now, we've had a slowdown in that. I mean, uh, Mises put out an article that the, the money supply had actually contracted for the first time in 33 years. Well, that's pretty easy to do if you make 80% of all the dollars ever created. If you just kind of stop doing that a little bit, like <laughs> Jerome Powell, 
I mean, it will contract. So it's it's not it's really the way Biden product. picks his uh, his his starting points to to look. You know, oil has gone down significantly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, three times what it was a couple of years ago, right? But uh, comparing it to the last, oh, I don't know, four and a half months, you know, it looks really good. <laughs> I think if you ask Bing Chat, you know what what happens to the dollar because it's not pegged to gold? Is it, what, when does the dollar collapse? It'd probably tell you that's a racist question that it's in love with you. So I, we're not going to get much anything from you know standard uh, search engines or what's going it on. It locked in the up media. on me pretty quickly when I started asking it about the Federal Reserve. <laughs> it gave me an error message and stopped. Yeah, if you want to know who rules over you, look to see who you cannot criticize. The old Voltaire. Yeah, right? or or look to see who Chat LGBT cannot talk about. That's <laughs> right. the other part of it. You know, that's tell uh, me a joke about the Federal Reserve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell me a joke about the fiat dollar. Yeah, that's uh, uh, it probably has a lot of jokes about gold, but not about the fiat dollar. Yeah, sure. when you're talking about the seven countries and and five years, you're talking about the peace plan. You know, they're not interested in having any peace talks. And and you, this goes back to the installation of Zelensky. And I talk about that because these people are installed. They aren't elected. And, you know, he, he ran on the platform of we're going to have peace. And immediately they talked to Arestovich, that clip that I play all the time. And they said, so when are we going to have peace? Because he was the one that was going to, that represented them at the peace talks, right? And uh, the civil war that began with the uh, American government engineered coup. And so he said, no, there's not going to be any peace. He says, as a matter of fact, in three years, in 2022, uh, we're going to have full on war with Russia. She said, oh, that's horrible. You know, can't anything be done? No, that's actually a good thing because now we get into NATO. So it's just like this, this plan that was there, uh, about we're going to go through seven countries in five years. They've had this plan for a very long time, just like they planned the pandemic. Uh, they are, and they're relentlessly and iteratively, Moving to it step by step. Again, saying we're going to have longer range missiles. We're going to have jets. This is uh, McCall saying this. And Putin's reply was, if you put in longer range missiles, that means that we've got to go farther and farther into Ukraine in order to protect ourselves. It's just escalation, both sides. Been going on a long time. You can go back to 1992 and look at the Wolfowitz Memorandum. Paul Wolfowitz put that out. This was a strategic document to show that we were going to box in Russia we were going to use short-range nuclear weapons, if possible. And, and again, the memorandum calls for the United States forever being the hegemonic dominant power in the world. Now, this is in 1992. This is just right after the Soviet Union collapsed, and we promised Mikhail Gorbachev that we would not expand NATO. Mm-hmm. We've been on a war footing ever since, trying to create an enemy. We, right. you know, we had this massive success with the end of the Cold War. We had the, the world was wide open in front of us. And, and our leaders botched it, blew it on purpose, you know, right. to have, because if there's no tension, there's no profit in peace, That's right. right? We've seen this over the years. So they, they've been guiding us down this road for a while. And what, what bothers me, David, is even somebody like Winston Churchill, mm-hmm. who was a warmonger. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of biographies on Churchill. He was a smart guy, wrote his own history, had a lot of great quips. But, you know, he even said more jaw, jaw, less war, war. At certain points, even he talked about negotiated peace. Mm-hmm. Where are those people now? That's what's concerning to me when you know we're talking about the news and trying to give people analysis because this is just our best guess, you know, with the information that we have. I mean, where are we going? What's going to happen tomorrow? What should you be prepared for? So these are the things that bother me. Yeah, these got- sociopaths oh. that are in charge, and I would uh, psychopaths actually. That's what uh, uh, John Kiriakou said. You know, they're looking in the CIA. He said they want to hire people who are sociopaths. Hopefully, they're not over the line. And into sociopaths. But, you know, that's okay if they don't go too far over the line, right? So we're being run by a bunch of psychopaths. And these people are so bad 
They, you know, you're talking about Winston Churchill saying, you know, we need to have a little bit more talk. They're so bad that even Henry Kissinger uh, starts lecturing them. Let's have a little bit more talk here. And of course, now he's pulled some of that back and who knows what Kissinger's real agenda was. But, you know, when you got people like, <laughs> when these people are way beyond Winston Churchill and Henry Kissinger, uh, we're in dangerous waters. Really are. Right. And I, I just don't see nobody's putting the brakes on. Mm-hmm. You know, even Henry Kissinger wrote a book in the 60s, David. I don't know if you knew this, but he wrote a book while he was at Harvard on how to successfully use tactical nuclear weapons in a limited war. I did not now, know that. A limited war was <laughs> nuclear weapons. I don't know. It's <laughs> an oxymoron. Thing. <laughs> right. It's just crazy. But, you know, he, and, then, and then, of course, Nixon picked him up as a national security advisor in the open China. So even that guy mm-hmm. is concerned. Mm-hmm. you know, with what we're doing. So I think, you know, the, the audience, normal people don't make it to that level without having some sort of, I mean, especially in today's world, if you're going to get, I mean, look at Denny Hassard or these, any of these other people that have been installed at the highest levels in government. I mean, there's something on them. There's something wrong with them. I yeah. think people know that there's something wrong with Joe Biden. I mean, whether oh, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's he's, got a history. he's controllable, you know, he's blackmailable, just like Astor, you point out, you know, longest serving, Speaker of the House, at least for the Republicans, if not for both of them. And, and they picked that guy. They knew that he was a pedophile. When he was a wrestling coach, they put him in Congress, and then they, they groomed him uh, to be Speaker of the House and kept him there. And all those different scandals they had, the House page scandal and all the rest of this stuff, when he's out there saying, oh, it's just politics, all the rest of that stuff. That's how the kind of people that they put in office, because they're controllable. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. uh, we, we, we can't expect any saviors. It's good that we have that bill being introduced. I like seeing that because the, the national conversation yes. needs to happen on central bank digital currency. Again, it's the hill to die on. It's the, yes. it's the number one story that I want to cover until we, we win this thing. But it's going to happen at the state level. It's going to happen That's in right. places like Tennessee and Texas and Missouri and other places that start saying, no, we can, we can have free market uh, alternatives to this. You know, you can pay your taxes in, in precious metals. I want to see that, you know, gold and silver used as legal tender. It just gives so much, um, so much maneuverability back to the people, so many right. more options, more freedom. Yeah. It's going to happen on the state level, but especially on the individual level, that's one thing that you can control. You know, we can tell people what's happening and, um, uh, most of the things that are going on, you can't directly affect them. Uh, but you can, if you see what is coming, if you see what the threats are, you can make some preparations, and of course you can pray. That's the thing that's going to really change it. Uh, but you can make some preparations for yourself, and you should do that. Uh, you should pray that we're going to have peace instead of uh, this nuclear war. But when you start looking at all of this stuff and how they're lining everything up, it's a relentless march into an apocalypse. It's absolutely amazing to see, again, these psychopaths doing this. But you can make some preparations and, of course, uh, tell people about um, – uh, Wolfpack and how they can start making preparations, even on a small amount. You start at 50. What's, what's the maximum amount that you can uh, do right now on Wolfpack? Uh, you go up to, it starts at, starts at 50, David, and it goes all the way up to a thousand. And we've capped it there just for liability and shipping reasons. We don't want to charge people more on shipping or insurance or anything like that. And if something gets lost, we can easily cover it. So and we've got hundreds of members now. I, I would say the majority of my members are David Knight listeners on Wolfpack. And I really appreciate because the, the more that it grows, every time we get a new member, the pack gets stronger, which, I, again, I didn't anticipate this. I'm not a genius or anything. But it's I see that uh, that when we have more income, I can do better deals, which, you know, just makes sense. It's pretty, pretty elementary. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm able to buy into bigger uh, wholesale products and pass that savings along. And we've had some interesting stuff come through Wolfpack. I've had uh, brilliant uncirculated dimes and quarters and stuff that's been in vault for, for decades. I, li- I like passing that on to members and 
Uh, I just bought um, I just bought another monster box of Austrian Philharmonics that'll go out uh, this week, and some great deals on gold. So it, it's That's just great. a good way to set set it on automatic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the good thing about Wolfpack too, and we're working on the connectivity issue, get other the members to where they can talk and, and trade amongst themselves. But we also, when we have deals come into the shop, and I'm still working on my my second location in North Texas, anything that comes through, if it's not something that's going to go into Wolfpack, we'll put a text or an email out and say, look, we've got these, you know, I got I bought some gold bars yesterday. Uh, I bought some Krugerrands. That's not going to go in Wolfpack. So we put those out and say, look, you, we have good deals in, in the shop, and those are exclusive uh, for Wolfpack members. And I will say, too, um, Kenzie told me to remind everybody. We do also direct sales, not just Wolfpack. I mean, you, Wolfpack's great, uh, mm-hmm. but we, you know, mm-hmm. we have our direct sales. And there's no minimum, no maximum, no minimum. If you want to, uh, you can go to Wise Wolf Gold and Silver and do that through davidknight.gold, by the way. Uh, davidknight.gold, let me know that uh, you found us through David and we can give David credit and support the show. Uh, same thing for Wolfpack. But yeah, direct sales, rolling over IRAs, all that stuff. It's a good time to do it because I'm seeing a lot of red ink there in the uh, the trading side for gold, there's a little bit of, of profit taking. You know, gold's down from its high in the last uh, two or three weeks at 1950. It's down into the 1820 range as of this morning. So uh, anyway, it's a good it's a good time to buying to load up. Yeah, yes, buying opportunity. It hasn't changed in value. The dollar's changed in value, and that's that's based on hype. I had a, a letter. I'm looking through my my pad here, and I thought I had it on here. I wanted to read. and I told you about this. I had a, a listener who sent me an email. Uh, she's a retired nurse. She said she, uh, wanted to, uh, make a, you know, take a, a large part of her savings. And, um, and I apologize. I don't have the email here. I wanted to read you exactly what she had to say, but I'll just kind of summarize it. She went, uh, to, uh, your office and, and, uh, made the purchase there. And she said, uh, you couldn't have been nicer. The, the prices were great. And she said, uh, she really appreciated the fact that you walked her to her car. She said she made the decision even in spite of, the uh, carry laws there in uh, Missouri. She said, I would rather take my chances uh, with, with a gun than to take my chances with a theft or something. But she said, Tony was great, walked me to my car. And he, she said, I didn't have to ask him, he asked me. So she was very happy with her experience with you, I just got to say. And I wish I had the email here. I was going to read the exact quote, but uh, uh, sterling review from her about uh, sterling that's as well I, as gold. <laughs> that's that's great news. And I and yeah. this I try it. Anybody that's going to do business with me, I try to bring that same sort of customer service. And I am a man. Sometimes I don't, you know, I I, am, I do have my faults. I don't always give my best. I don't, I mean, I, well, I do give my best, but I'm not always my best. Let's put it that sure. way. I don't think we can be working as much as that uh, you, you work or I try to work. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this a while where, you know, I have my shop in San Antonio and it was just me, just me and my dog. And then now <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got three employees and, uh, you know, we've got Wolfpack and hundreds of members. It's, it's, a, it's, uh, I love uh, what I do That's and great. I always try to bring, bring my best. So when I see letters like that, because we tried, I, I don't have any negative reviews. The only negative review I ever got, David, was uh, from a competitor who'd never done business with me trying to get my score down, uh, yeah. on Google. So don't have, I'm, 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 I'm very thankful for that. And, uh, anybody who, uh, wants to do business with us, well, I promise you we'll, we'll bring our best. Well, and that's the thing I, I mentioned that because I have, uh, that's not the only feedback that I've gotten from listeners about dealing with you. And so I always feel good to recommend gold and silver to people. And I recommend, I feel good about recommending uh, Tony to people. And uh, so I recommend all of those <laughs> to everybody. Uh, we got a, um, uh, a comment here on Rockfin. Uh, Jim, uh, Jim Z's seven says, I got my silver Troy coin yesterday. Uh, so that's great. Um, 
And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we've got uh, another interview stacked up here. And uh, thank you so much for coming on, Tony. And, of course, as I said, uh, Tony's going to be uh, taking the helm for this show on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. I really do appreciate him doing that. We're going to see if there's anything we can do to try to move this agenda of a state bank uh, and um, you know, as, as resistance against CBDC and, of course, a, a precious metals depository in the state. We've got one, one or two states, I think, that have a precious metal depository. Texas, uh, I know, does. And only one state that's got a state bank. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting to have uh, the two of them in one state. I think you get some synergy out of that. It'd be kind of interesting, I think. But thank Love you so much, you. Tony. Appreciate it. Good thank to see you. The Common Man. They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Pass to track and control us. Their Commons Project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers thedavidnightshow.com.